0: You understand what I'm saying so that if that listen you don't get over stuff like that you might try to get hardened in that area but the best thing is to get healed in that area So we began a series called The Ministries of Jesus. This is out of Luke 4, and these are the five foundational ministries of Jesus. The first was salvation. So I'm going to show you all five of them just so you'll know, and when you read Luke 4, you'll be looking for them. Um, And I just put an I-N-G to make them all action to, to show you. So here are the five foundational ministries of Jesus. Saving, which we talked about salvation on Easter. Saving, mending, that's what we're gonna talk about this week, mending, freeing, healing, and anointing. These are the five, this is according to Jesus now, Luke 4, quoted from Isaiah, five basic ministries, foundational ministries, saving, mending, freeing, healing, and anointing. And so this week is mending. So Luke 4, let me just remind you of part of the passage till we get to the part about mending broken hearts, all right? Luke 4, verse 16. So he came to Nazareth where he'd been brought up and as his custom was, we talked about all this Easter, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah and when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. This is Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. That's salvation. We talked about that and the acceptable year of the Lord at the end of the passage last uh, two weeks ago. And then here's this week. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Now, obviously, the word brokenhearted is two words, it's a conjoined word, it's two words put together. Broken is a word, heart is a word. In the Greek, it's also two words. That's what a lot of people don't realize that they think, well this is one word even because it's put together in English. It's actually two words in the Greek. Broken is the word suntribo, which means uh, to break, to shatter in pieces, or to bruise. Bro- to break, to shatter into pieces, or to bruise. And the word heart is cardia, which is where we get our word. Cardiac, I was looking for Dr. Carrasco. Card, is that what, is that right? That's the cardiac unit. So that's the heart unit, all right? We get it from this Greek word. So what this word means is, is Jesus said, I came to heal those who have had their heart Broken, shattered, and bruised. Now, I'm not going to ask for you to raise your hands because either all of you would raise your hands or if you didn't, some of you would lie because we've all had a broken heart at some point. It's been shattered. It's been bruised, broken into pieces. This is what Jesus came to do. By the way, the heart are your thoughts and your feelings. It's the seat of your emotions. That's the way most theologians define the heart, the seat of your emotions. I don't know if you realize this, but your heart can think. Let me read you some scriptures. Proverbs 23, 7. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Not just his mind, but his heart. Matthew 9. Jesus, knowing their thoughts said, why do you think evil in your hearts? This is Jesus talking, who created the human body. So you need to, do you know, I read a study a while back, that there are heart transplant patients that have the memories of the person that they got the heart from. And the scientists were trying to figure it out. But it was already figured out you 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 your heart can think have you ever said this see there's a I'm, I'm trying to talk to you about your your the seat of your emotions who you are as a person not this physical um organ in your body have you ever made the statement i love you with all my Okay, so here's what you were saying, according to some people. I love you with all my pump. <laughs> my pump loves you. Now, there is a, 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 a physiology, obviously, but there's something inside of us that's deep that can get hurt and they can get wounded. Would, would you agree with that? So Jesus comes along and says, I've come to heal the brokenhearted. There's another line in verse 18 that I think also refers to this. It's verse 18, it said, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Uh, in the old King James, it actually says, to set at liberty those who are bruised. This word means bruised. To set at liberty those who are bruise. Now, bruise, as I understand it, is when the capillaries underneath the skin break, and then there's discoloration because there's bleeding under the skin. So in other words, it's an inward wound, inward bleeding. And even when the discoloration goes away, if there's a re-injury, those capillaries can break again and it can begin bleeding again. Okay, this is what a bruise is like. Now, I need you, I need you to know something. This message is gonna be different than any message I think I've ever preached in that I don't, now, I, please hear. please relax, okay, when I tell you this, I don't have three points. <laughs> I know, I know you're disappointed, but here's why. When I went to pray, All I'm going to do is explain it to you, give you a couple of examples, and then I'm going to take the last part of this message and actually minister. Well, I'm not going to minister. I'm going to facilitate Jesus' ministering to your broken heart. You're going to leave here with part of your heart healed and with a way to get your heart healed. I'm gonna show you how this happens, all right? So this bruise, you can bump it and it starts bleeding again. It's like you're sitting around in a room and you're, you're all joking around. You know, your, your, your nose is so big and you know, your, your legs are so skinny and you know, I mean, you just, you got all these jokes and then you say something and the person goes, oh, and starts, and runs out of the room crying. And, and you say, and everyone looks at you like, what did you, why did you do that? And you say, I I didn't know she was sensitive in that area. And then they say, everybody knew she was sensitive in that area. Okay, what you did was you bumped a bruise. It wasn't just what you said. It was what her daddy said to her. It was what her first husband said to her. It was what her boss said to her. One, you, You understand what I'm saying? So that, if that, listen, You don't get over stuff like that. You might try to get hardened in that area, but the best thing is to get healed in that area, not hardened in that area. And so that's what Jesus, Jesus came to do that. I I was um, skinny growing up. I've overcome that. (laughs) I I have worked. (laughs) It's, It's been a daily battle even if I don't feel like getting the bluebell, I think I've got to get the bluebell. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll go back to. Okay, sorry. It's okay, so I've overcome that. But one thing, I, I have skinny legs. I had skinny on growing up. I have legs that every woman would like to have. <laughs> but when I was young, I mean, they—I was really skinny, and I remember I hated gym class. Because the the bottoms of the gym shorts, you know, <laughs> were made for sumo wrestlers. And then my little leg would be sticking out, you know. And there was one gym class where the boys and girls were in there together. You know, most of the time we weren't, but we were all in there together. and We were waiting for the coaches to come and tell us what we're doing. So we're all sitting around. And this big jock was in there for some reason. I don't know why he was even in there. Maybe he failed math again, and had to go back to PE or something, you know, and, and so he says in front of everyone, hey, hey, wait, wait, everyone, wait, he said, Robert, there's a string hanging off, oh, sorry, that's your leg, I got, when I got bigger, I, I beat him up, but anyway, that's the, and I wasn't saved, okay, I wasn't saved, all right, I didn't beat him up, I, had, um, he would have pulverized me. But anyway, <laughs> I just, things like that happened. And when I was um, uh, young, uh, I couldn't pronounce my R's. And when I went through inner healing, which is what I'm, I'm literally about to take you, I'm going to ask the Lord to bring some memories to your mind that he wants to heal. We're going to submit them to the Lord and Please hear me. You're still going to have the memory, but you're not going to have the pain associated with it anymore. It's incredible. It's phenomenal. And so when I went through inner healing, this guy that was taking me through inner healing, he would get words of knowledge. You can read about it. It's 1 Corinthians 12. It's one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. In other words, he would know something without having known. He doesn't know it naturally. And he would say, I see something, and he'd share it with me and it would spark a memory in me. So he literally said, I, I see a, a little boy on a playground, and he's crying, and all of the kids are laughing at him because he can't pronounce his R's. Well, if, if your name is uh, Steve Doolin, and you can't pronounce your R's, it doesn't matter. When your name is Waba Mois. and you've moved to a new school, it matters. And when every day during coloring time, you have to get up and go to special classes, speech therapy, it matters. Y'all with me? These things hurt. These things cause wounds. And it's all through Scripture when you look through Scripture. Let me show you just a couple of Scriptures uh, because remember, I really believe anything you can show me in the new, I can show you in the old. Psalm 147, verse 3, says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. It's talking about Jesus. And we just read it in Luke 4. This is a Scripture you might know from Matthew 12, but before, waiting for was in Matthew 12, it was in Isaiah 42, verse 3, a bruised reed he will not break. A bruised reed he will not break. Please hear me. When the Holy Spirit brings a, a, a memory to your mind today, it's not to hurt you. It's to heal you. I promise you. I'll tell you one more story that I've told you that... Um, When my mother was 16 years old, my grandfather, her father was murdered. Now I don't know if you've, hopefully you've never had anything like this in your family, but it affects your family. It affects your family. This is trauma to the deepest level. He was shot three times with a 45 caliber at close range. They brought him out, they laid his body on a cot He was still alive. They took ice cubes. Back then they had blocks of ice. This is why some of your grandparents and great-grandparents refer to the refrigerator as the ice box. Go get me something out of the ice box. Because they would just put it in a box to keep it cold, keep the ice, and they use that to cool things. They put blocks of ice On his chest, and they were melting because the blood was so coming so fast that it was just melting the blocks of ice. It took over 30 minutes for the ambulance to get there. And my mother had to watch something that no 16 year old girl should ever have to watch. And there were no school counselors, no guidance counselors. No professional help, nobody knew. Everything went right back to normal. And my mother did not talk about this. Listen to this. She did not talk about it to anyone, including my father, he told me, for 63 years. She was 16 when she was 79. She went to a memorial service. Her cousin was at that service and her cousin was there that day when her father was shot. And for three hours, they talked about it. Now, it is good to talk about things. It is good to talk especially with professionals about things who are believers, who know how to work through it. But what I need you to understand is, yes, talking about it helped my mother, but Jesus is the one who healed her heart. That next week, I was sharing part of my testimony. This is in August of 14. If you want to go back and listen to it, you can hear the whole story of it. But I felt led to call her and say, I wanted to talk about how my grandfather, which I never met, was shot and killed and explain how that affected our family. And she had just talked to her cousin, and she said, I would love for you if this will help people, I'd love for you to talk about it. And she told me the details for the first time. I shared them from the pulpit, called my dad then the next day and said, how's mom doing? He said, she's doing fine. I said, now all those details I shared, you knew about, right? He said, I didn't know those because your mother is not even. Think about that. Your mother had not talked to me about him either. She had never talked to anyone. Her heart was broken. But we watched. She lived until she was 85. She passed away two years ago but we watched, almost 86, we watched my mother change. She was a believer since she was young. I'm telling you, Jesus saves us, but Jesus can help you right now, too. He's just not gonna get you to heaven. He can help you on this earth. You don't have to live with the pain you're living with. It's supernatural. So here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna ask the Lord to bring memories to your mind that he wants to heal today. And there's going to be some pain with some of them. And then we're going to pray a prayer. I'm going to lead you in this prayer. Uh, I'd like for everyone to pray it. Everyone. What we're doing is we are appropriating by faith what Jesus already did for us on the cross. That's the same way you get saved but we're appropriating that he's going to heal your broken heart too. I'm gonna, let me show you the prayer so you know. You say, well, I'd like to see the prayer you're going to lead me in because maybe this is all new to you. Here's the prayer. Almighty Father, I submit these memories to you. I ask you to heal me now from all the stress and give me holy forgetfulness. I'll explain to you in a moment what that means. I choose now by an act of my will to forgive That's very important. We'll explain that. To forget and to be healed in Jesus' name. Holy forgetfulness doesn't mean, and when we say I choose to forget, doesn't mean that you're not going to have the memory anymore. You know the Bible says that God has chosen not to remember your sins. Okay, it doesn't mean he doesn't have the memory of your sins anymore. It means he's chosen not to bring it up again to use it against you. So that's what you're doing. You're choosing. You'll still have these memories, but the pain won't be there, and you're not going to bring them up again and use them against you. And then when we say, I choose to forgive, that means I choose to forgive any person associated with this memory. Listen, this is important, including yourself. Because we did some things, some of us did some things in our past that we're very ashamed of. And we might have that memory come up. But when we submit it to the Lord, we're actually choosing to release ourselves from that. Because some of us made a mistake 30 years ago, and we still beat ourselves up about it to this day. So we're choosing to forgive. The word forgive means release, okay? Okay, everyone ready? All right, so I want you to just close your eyes. The reason I'm asking you to close your eyes is not to manipulate you, but to just... so you can tune out whatever's going on around you. And I'm gonna ask the Holy Spirit to bring some memories to your mind. And then in a moment, I'll lead us in this prayer together. And then I'll pray a confirming prayer. So, Holy Spirit, I ask you right now in Jesus' name, will you bring memories to the minds of my brothers and sisters? that you wanna to heal today in Jesus' name. Now, you don't have to fight it against it, but you don't have to also try to conjure up something. Just allow the Lord to bring some memories from your past. And some of you might not think of that painful, but it may be that they remind you then of something else that reminds you of something else that then gets to the root of a memory. Lord, I ask you in Jesus' name to bring memories maybe from childhood, maybe things that were said, maybe abuse, maybe verbal abuse, maybe physical, maybe sexual. Lord, I ask you to bring embarrassing memories that the enemy has jumped on, hurtful, harmful memories, maybe memories of being abandoned or rejected, or made fun of, maybe memories of mistakes that we've made that we've never been able to let go of or release or forgive. Maybe, Lord, you're bringing memories of things that we said to our spouse. Maybe, Lord, someone said something like, if it weren't for the kids. I'd be out of here. And we regret saying it. Maybe we said something to one of our children. And we regret it so much. Lord, I'm not I just I want to remind my brothers and sisters I'm not asking you to do this so that we feel bad or so that we are hurt but so that we can submit these to you and you can heal the broken hearted and that's us. We're the ones that have been bruised and shattered. And according to Luke 4, this is one of your ministries. So Holy Spirit, will you bring memories to our minds right now? I'm talking about every person listening to me right now. Will you bring memories to our minds that you want to heal? And Lord, we know that salvation is done through the blood of the cross. And yet, Lord, we know that you also continue to minister to us and continue to set us free as we grow in you. So that's what we're asking for today. We're asking you, Lord, that you do exactly what you said you would do in Luke 4 and Isaiah 61. I'm asking you to heal the broken, the shattered, and the bruised places in our lives today. So Lord, will you bring those memories to our minds right now? And now I wanna ask you just to repeat this prayer after me. Almighty Father, I submit these memories to you. I ask you to heal me now from all the stress and give me holy forgetfulness. I choose now by an act of my will to forgive, to forget, and to be healed in Jesus' name. Now, let me pray a confirming prayer. Lord, I want to agree right now. (laughs) I agree right now in Jesus' name that these memories are healed by the blood of jesus in jesus name and i speak to the souls of my brothers and sisters and i say be healed and be made whole in jesus name and i speak to all stress associated with these memories and i command you to go in jesus name and i speak to all spirits that attached to these memories all spirits Of inferiority or insecurity or pride or anger or bitterness or unforgiveness or resentment or malice or envy or jealousy or embarrassment or humiliation or shame I speak to every demonic spirit that has attacked my brothers and sisters through these memories and I command you to go in Jesus name and I declare to you that you can never again use these memories against my brothers and sisters as they are healed today in Jesus name name, amen, and 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 amen, in Jesus' name. Isn't it amazing that we can go through something traumatic that breaks our heart, that bruises our soul, and then we can submit that memory that trauma, that broken heart, that shattered heart to the Lord. And this is one of his ministries. It blows me away. Jesus said it himself. He came to heal the broken hearted, the places in my life that are broken and that are shattered and that only Jesus can put those places back together again. I've given you today Uh, an understanding of this and any time a memory comes back to you because Satan will try to use those memories against us to cripple us from walking in the power of the Holy Spirit so anytime Satan comes against you and says remember this remember this I want you to take a moment and submit that memory submit that trauma to the one who heals broken hearts hey I love you guys so much Thank you so much for joining us, and I want you to join us next time because I'm going to
1: continue this series, The Ministries of Jesus. Jesus' time on earth was characterized by ministering to people. His examples of ministry point to the love, forgiveness, healing, and peace that come directly from the Father's heart. In Pastor Robert's powerful new series, The Ministries of Jesus, you'll discover amazing truths you may never have known about salvation, inner healing, deliverance, healing, and the baptism in the Holy Spirit. For your best gift today, we'll send you this series on CD or as an audio digital download and include the Where to Find Favorite Bible Verses Reference Guide with hundreds of Bible verses organized by topic. For your gift of $85 or more, we'll include the He Loves You So devotional with an inspirational word, prayer, and declaration for each day. And for your gift of $125 or more, we'll send you the Faith, Hope & Love Blanket, along with a filament Bible. This large print Bible includes access to a revolutionary app that easily works with your smartphone or tablet and connects every page of the Bible to a vast array of study content. While you can use this Bible without the app, you wouldn't want to miss out on the free access to over 25,000 study notes, more than 350 videos, 1,500 devotionals, and interactive maps, infographics, and a library of worship music. Don't wait another day to get these very special resources and discover God's Word like never before. Visit us today at PastorRobert.com to get a copy for you and someone you love. Thank you for your generous prayer and financial support of Pastor Robert Morris Ministries. We've made it even easier for you to connect with us here at the all new pastorrobert.com. You can watch or listen to current and previous episodes of our program. Shop in our online store with enhanced security and access a free weekly devotional. We hope that these features will help you find exactly what you need to continue to grow in your relationship with the Lord. To learn more, visit us at pastorrobert.com.